And then you put them in like their head in the freezer because you're supposed to breathe in the cold air. It's supposed to be good for them for like shrinking the whatever. Okay. This is, Swear this to God, is, it's true. I'm coming to you. I don't know. Maybe somebody this told is, me to do that. I did that with Christian. This is not a medical podcast. I remember sticking him, holding him sideways and sticking him his head in the freezer. Maybe this Christian, maybe this, for all your boys. You did it with all your boys. Welcome to your mom. Your mom podcast. Your mom's podcast. This isn't any podcast. This is your mother's podcast. My mom's podcast. Nah, dude, she's your mom. With Ashley Addison and Lisa McCaffrey. Your mom is a podcast. Shut up, dude. Welcome back to your mom, or welcome to your mom, for those of you who have found us for the first time. I am hoping, Lisa, that you cannot hear the uh, Baby Shark songs going on. <laughs> behind me right now. I hope I have a nice enough mic that it's not picking up um, the ambient noise in the room next to me because as we record this episode, uh, my littlest one is homesick with crew. Well, I'm so, so sorry about that. We may Life have a guest mom. appearance by Cora. Nothing would make me happier. Nothing okay, in the I'll world. First off, she's a girl, first yeah. off. So yay, she can come in. B, um, I haven't like been around a little kid in such a long time. I kind of miss it. So I'm going to send her your way. I just, this is when I, I wish we lived closer together. I would just I would take her. her right I would literally house. take her all day. Nothing would make me happier. She would actually be good on this podcast because she has croup and it's, yeah. so she sounds like she's smoked like 300 cigarettes. Oh, so she sounds like me. So she sounds just <laughs> like you. Great. So you, they won't even, probably the listeners won't even be able to tell. Totally. We probably sound exactly the same, have the exact same vocabulary and everything. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, first and foremost, how how was your weekend? Oh, how are you feeling? First well, football weekend. First in, of all, in the books. How's the, how's the anxiety? Twenty. Um, I'm still married, and okay. I haven't put any children up for adoption. So, Great. kind of a win okay. for that me. Is a good win. Oh, and here we have. <laughs> and our here first we are, Cora. Visit, Look. Cora. Do you want to say hi real quick? You oh. don't want to say hi. Do you want to okay. cough this in the mic and let me diagnose you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, don't open Twitter. That's not what you want. This is what you want. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, freshen mommy's drink and come back. Yeah. You know, I like my martinis yeah. a little dirtier. Cora. Get to work, Cora. Come on. What the heck? Um, okay. So you're still married. Yep. That's good. And mm -hmm. you still, uh, no have kids four are, sons, right? Yep. As of now. Yep. So all is good. <laughs> so yes, so we're great. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, we went as a family, we went Oh, and two, so that's not fun. And, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to lose. And I've had to learn how to lose these last couple of years. So, which is probably God saying, Hey, you know what? Calm down. Like win with grace, lose with grace. And yeah, it's that, uh, it's hard though. It's hard. You also did so much winning throughout your entire life, like both mm. you personally and then your, you know, Ed and all four of you. Like you guys have, you guys have won enough. Is There's been, God they've is had saying. success, which, and you know what I, and this is probably making me look back and cherish those wins even more because, oh, losing stings. It hurts. Yeah, so. It does. But that's well, okay. It's, it's part of life. So in each game, it's so funny. You go into like, any game. It's a football game is a microcosm of life. It's like a whole life in that exact, that like little three hour game. I mean, you have the highest of highs, the lowest of lows and everything in between. So, and you have to just sit there with a smile and pretend like nothing's wrong. You know, it's very, very difficult. So let's see, where's Jake Plummer with my mushrooms? Let's go. I need my lion's <laughs> mane. That's exactly what you need. Is some more mushrooms. Exactly. So anxiety, I did, I made some coffee with some 
functional mushrooms in it that morning. And I didn't use the dysfunctional mushrooms. It was the functional mushroom. So that might've helped because I survived. I did get a horrible migraine by the end of the day, but I survived. We're good. Everyone's good. So yeah. Next subject. How are you doing? I saw you. Okay. Wait, let me see. So I had, I was watching the PAC 12 network. I couldn't hear it. We were at the UNC game and there was a tailgate that had, I asked if, Hey, could you stream the rice USC game? And they're like, eh, we don't care. Sure. So I was able to watch two hours of the you and Ed, Ed and Max and Dylan uh, coaching and playing to my right. And then to my left with this big TV of Luke playing against USC. So it was, my head was on a swivel. So no wonder I got a migraine, but um, yeah, they were able to stream it. And then at halftime, once his Ed's game ended, I ran, my house was super close, literally ran to the house and thought, oh, I had already downloaded the um, Pac-12 network app, tried to get it, couldn't get it to save my life. Finally, some friends came and this one guy was able to get it on this teeny tiny little screen. So here we are, like we're all of us are like huddled in the corner of my house watching the teeny tiny little screen. So I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. I, but I will say, you know, at least for the studio coverage, the best way to watch the Pac-12 network is with the volume off. Not for the game coverage. <laughs> well, that's you know, exactly so excellent, I, Once again, and I told you this um, when I talked to you on the phone, I have to say you looked absolutely stunning. Your outfit was spot on. You looked oh, incredible. Was, I was like, I couldn't hear a word you were saying, which maybe was that's for the better, for the but <laughs> you that's looked incredible. You looked so good. So that was fun to watch. I'm like, Ooh, I want those pants. So you look yeah, great. I'll send good job. You. And you brushed your hair for once. So it was amazing. I, it was for the first time in 2022. <laughs> I did use a hairbrush. Um, Yay. So like, things are looking up. Yeah. yeah well, all I've got to say yeah. is, um, yeah. Oh, and two, the good news is you only go up from here. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's the go. other thing I want to say is a shout out to Luke, uh, <laughs> your baby who plays at Rice. He, oh. I, I was supposed to be on the call and then I ended up having to get off before he was able to join. But we do an announcer's call, right? So you interview the coaches and a couple of the players before the mm -hmm. broadcast, um, before the game, if you, if you are broadcasting the game. Okay. And so Luke impressed the hell out of our entire Pac-12 network team. The, he was like the star of the show. And oh my gosh. Yogi, I don't know about obviously, that. Obviously, you know, Yogi, he just said, love Yogi. Incredible. But the one thing that I do need to tell you, and I hate to be the one to break it to you on the chance that he hasn't told you directly to your face, but <laughs> Luke was saying, oh yeah, my mom ranks her kids. Well, I rank my parents. And right no. now she's at the bottom because she no. didn't come to my game. No, no, that, so, oh, I don't, I'm not trying to twist the knife, but it, that's twisted okay because that that hits the mom guilt there we go bam mom guilt right I there oh. and he knows but that's the thing he knows that it does right like i gotta go knows. get my pint of ice cream and turn on oprah i gotta go <laughs> now i'm depressed <laughs> what are you ever gonna do you're gonna go to his game next week is what you're gonna do right 100 i have my ticket i am there ready to go provided Luke, she's coming for you baby yeah provided frontier doesn't delay my flight because i'm literally getting in at the like a half hour before the game starts but I mean, that's what okay. could go wrong we're gonna make it yeah what what smart what genius whoever It'll made that flight yeah and then you're flying to charlotte and then I'm waking up at the crack of Lord knows what time to make it the next morning. Cause Luke has a night game Saturday night. And then I'm turning around super early in the morning and flying to Charlotte and hopefully making his one o'clock game. So I have a little bit more of a cushion to make it. So if we're delayed a little, I'll be okay, but not that's too much. You, please I, American. Yeah. Don't delay me, please. That's cause you like Christian more than Luke, I guess. Right. Right. I wanted to give him you that window. Right. A little bit of extra. <laughs> no, I, and I didn't realize when I booked it, I strategically booked it. I didn't, not strategically. I accidentally booked it and I'm not going to be able to watch Ed, Dylan and Max's game because I'll be on a flight. Oh. But they play Wyoming, so it's going to be a really hard game, so. Okay, so maybe it's for the best. 
maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Oh, anyway, that's yeah. another now mom guilt there too. So I'm like always guilty. You See, can't you have guilt off. when you can't, you know, be with your kids or your kid gets croup because you're a bad mom, stuff yeah. like that. And then, yeah. Your kid gets croup and you just give right. an iPad for eight hours and you're like, oh, this is better than you going to school, I guess. Right. You're learning <laughs> something. Not. You're learning how to use a computer. Maybe she can log onto the Pac-12 network. <laughs> We've talked about this though, that, that, the guilt part, no matter what you're doing, and this is, I think this is true no matter what your kid does, right? Whether your kid is playing football or what, whatever the thing is, when your kid loves something and your kid is engaged in something, like you want to show up and be there with them in it. And so whatever right. that looks like, and I think every parent that resonates for every parent that when you can't be there all the time, you just can't, it's impossible. Right. Physically. And so you do your best. And the most important thing is then when you're there to actually be there. So for, for example, you asked me how my weekend was and how being yeah. back, I, I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I was off Sunday and Monday, and it was Labor Day, so everybody had a three-day weekend. So we were actually, um, my Chris took our kids up to Stinson Beach, and he was there with some of our other family for the weekend. And so I drive up Sunday morning, and it was so, you know, I, I'm feeling like sad because I'm only going to be there for you know, 12 hours with them. And, oh, and then we're going to be sitting in traffic on the way back. And finally, I'm like, shut up. You're here. Yeah. Just right. spend time with them. Have a blast. Enjoy. And it was, it was right. great. The best part is I walk in and I see Cora and I say, Cora, oh my gosh, I missed you. I love you so much. And she looks at me and she said, oh, hi mama. I love you medium. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Oh, so she's ranking you too. She's already ranking me. Yeah. Already. I love you, medium. I was like, all right, I'll take that. That's fair. That's not bad I'm for being proud. away for three days and neglecting them. So come yeah. on, that's not too bad. I'd say that's pretty good. Obviously. Yeah. I think I'm now, pretty do we low. Want to go back to the me. medical advice that you were giving me before we came on that <laughs> what am I supposed to do with her with croup? What's the Okay, I don't know if some doctor, some witch we went to witch doctors when I was raising my kids, but the when Christian used to get croup like once a winter, I swear, and they told me to throw them in steam, like put them in, it sounds like, like I said, it sounds like I'm making a recipe, but you put them in some type of steam, like you steam them, let them breathe in the steam. And then right from there, you rush them and you open the freezer and have them breathe in the cold air. And it's supposed to help with their, like their, their air passages waves. Yeah. And help them cough less. less. And did it, did it feel like it worked for you? And I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They got over it. They're fine. I don't think he has croup right now. Let me call him real quick and say, how's that croup? <laughs> That we never got rid of when Christian you got it. Christian, yeah, he's never got rid of it. He still has it. It's lingering. What was <laughs> but I don't know. That's what they told you, me. What's like the sickest? Your, did your kids oh. get sick a lot? Like, what was this? Do you remember a time that it was like they were, one of them was just really sick? Oh, um, Christian got uh, one of those bird flus or some, one of those like weird flus that came in bizarrely on a Wednesday horribly sick for like 24 hours, really bad. And we're giving him whatever we could and blah, blah. And we um, made him play his um, little league game on Saturday. Cause it was a really important playoff game. However, he wanted to keep in mind. He wanted to horrible parenting. Yeah. How old was he? <laughs> Probably like nine, 10, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. They won. Heck yeah. yeah you got to um, play hurt sometimes. Yeah. You got to come on. It's for the team. I, Suck it up. I, You're 10. Think, These kids depend on your running. The proudest <laughs> my awful. dad has ever been of me in my life was. It was his Michael Jordan game. That's nine what we'll or say. 10. Yeah. It was Michael yeah. Jordan game. Yeah. There you go. So, Bam. Okay. My yeah. Dad, so what's your, what's my dad came, came to visit. I was playing basketball that weekend. I think I was like nine or 10 and mm -hmm. I was throwing up. I was staying with him in a hotel room. I was throwing up everywhere all night. Um, and in the morning, I, you know, I didn't think 
that I was going to go play a basketball game, but I hadn't really thought about it. And in the morning, I hadn't thrown up for about an hour. And he said, well, do you want to go play? And I kind of thought, like, I, I guess you're the parent, so I should follow your lead. So I said yes. <laughs> and I went and I had a good, I mean, I don't remember exactly my stat line from that game, but you I don't, you don't know how many points you score, how and many rebounds still, I'll have to call no, he's still, I'm sure he has it written down. He still brings it up. No like, way. That was, yeah, it was just You're so, tough. so tough. And I thought, yeah, I guess that's good. We're in a different era. We're like playing sick or at least, you know, I think coming out of COVID, like going to work sick and doing yeah. things when you're sick is now very much frowned upon in a way that it didn't used to be. But yeah, I think playing sick is okay. It's Michael Jordan flu game. Yeah, it was you know, his best game ever. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's his best fine. Game ever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I guess this is definitely not a, a medical. Podcast. No, don't take yeah. case. <laughs> this is what some doctor in told me. I don't you know if it sure worked. what this podcast was about. <laughs> and we're not really sure either. Um, How to cure croup. Yeah, it's not about that. <laughs> uh, so the other thing that happened this weekend that I think really resonated with people based on my Twitter feed was mm -hmm. my mom was up in um was up with us in Stinson. And so we watched, after we put the kids to bed on Saturday night, we watched the new Top Gun movie, which I know I'm like two months late to the party. And hey, I haven't even seen it, it yet. And I'm like, no, everyone's okay. yelling at me. Every time Tonight, I see that, I'm, I'm telling like, you, oh, yo. okay. I haven't enjoyed a movie that much in a long time. It was... Actually, actually, my mom's coming over and I'm making, I make this once a week. I make a really good meal for her. She comes over and we'll watch it. She hasn't Please seen it either. watch oh, it. And she then might, anyway, watch do it again. what I did, yes. Yes. which was I was getting, That's gold. So watching a movie with my mom. So watching good. a movie with my mom is much like watching a movie with probably most people on here can resonate with this. Uh, she just doesn't, the commentary, like the nonstop running. Diatribe, just rolling. Diatribe. Yep. It's the reactions, but it's the questions too. And I'm like, mom, I don't, I don't actually know. I don't know if there's a plane like this. I don't know if I don't, yeah, he doesn't have his life jacket on and that is a problem. I totally agree. I mean, it just, it didn't stop. And so I went from feeling so annoyed and God bless you, mom, you're the best. Uh, but I went from feeling like I needed to go put on headphones or go sit in the other room or stop watching the movie. To, I was like, you know, I'm just going to start writing down everything that she's saying. So, so good. I just started on my phone writing so down. So good. And I tweeted it out. And I cannot tell you the number of people who have texted me <laughs> or tweeted me and said, okay, we, your mom and my mom need to watch movies together because they might cancel each other out. So I think I, apparently this is a thing. It's not just my mom yeah. that doesn't like quite literally cannot keep the peanut gallery comments to herself. Right. And, um, and I'm not sure what my mom's going to do tonight. If we watch this movie or a movie, I don't know how bad she is with movies, but I can attest that in during a football game sitting next to my mom, it's nails on a chalkboard and I love her to death more than anything, but it's literally like, what do you think happened to him? I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm in the stands just like you are. I don't know. And they're like, well, why, why didn't that play work? I'm like, I, I have no idea. I, I don't even know what play was called. I just know it didn't work. Did she yell at the effect? Did she, did she oh, ever get mad? Why did that offensive lineman let that guy go by? I'm like, I, I, maybe we should ask him. I don't know. Like the referee, it's the referee, like screaming at these uncontrollable things that of course I'm like sick to my stomach about I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what? And then, and the other thing she does is like, she'll, she'll like, like tap me. Christian's in, Christian's in or tap me. Dylan's in, they're putting Dylan. I'm like, I, Mom, I'm watching the same game you are. I, I get it. I don't 
totally understand. And by the end, I'm like, I have to, I have to walk away. I have to move. So I don't know. And I'm stressed out. So every little thing bugs me even more. Yeah. So, well, like, you know what you should awesome. do? You should just start writing it down and see. That, that totally, really helped totally. me. Totally. And so. she loves her grandsons. She well, loves them. And they can so do supportive. no wrong. And I appreciate that more than anything. But yeah, that's just the one time I'm like, <gasps> so I've always, I, my friends help, like they'll buffer a little bit. And they're that's awesome. a universal truth though, that grandparents, yeah. Yeah. their grandchildren, no matter how, they can do no, no wrong. wrong. So I don't true. know if this may be a story that I'm going to ask TJ to edit out because I haven't thought about telling it um, and I haven't told it in a long time. I'll tell the I'll tell the Cliff's Notes version of it. Yeah, to, this is further Got proof it. that grandparents and grandmothers in particular always protect their grandchildren at all costs. So in eighth grade, I was a very good kid growing up, you know, like Catholic school. I got good grades. I was listening. I always listened to my parents. I was, you know, for the most part. Right. Really good. Eighth grade. Uh, we moved from Michigan to Colorado and I started a new school and I just I don't know if I was trying to make friends or, you know, trying was trying to be cool or if it was just I turned 13. And when, you know, girls yeah. turn 13, their brains stop functioning. Right. Those hormones kick Those in. Hormones, yeah. Mess everything up. Yep. I, so. Boy, um, there was an incident at school that involved um, urinating in a fish tank, not a fish tank that had fish in it, by the way, this was like an old school project that was in a classroom. There were some girls who all of a sudden it became a thing that like they would go and urinate in different places. It's disgusting. So were you like marking your territory? I guess. I don't know. I'm embarrassed even saying it out loud, but like, I'm embarrassed to listen to this who like that was their thing. And, and somehow I kind of like fell into that, group a little bit. Now, I'm not going to say whether I did or not partake, did or did not partake, but all I will say is that I did not stand up and say, you guys Don't shouldn't do be doing this. Right. Because so you wanted I to fit in and guilty. be popular. So yeah, I, I was get just it. trying to be cool and popular and have some friends. So I'm like, yeah, pee wherever you want. That sounds great. Um, so, <laughs> so obviously, weird. as with all pranks that happen, uh, the school finds out. I can't remember exactly how it was that it all went down. And we all tried to, you know, lie about it, I'm sure, at the beginning. But push come to shove, we all get in very big trouble, as we should have. And we had to pay, I think it was $50 each to, re- like, to replace. To um, disinfect every tank. inch of the school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, carpet was much cheaper back then. Um, I cannot believe I'm telling the story. Uh, and so in any event, I was, my grandmother, my mom's mom was visiting at the time. And I am in as much trouble as I've ever been in. Because granted, like I hadn't really gotten in trouble up to this point. Starting right. in school, I started to get in trouble a lot. So it was, became more normal. But this was the first <laughs> time that like the school had called my house and I had to have a meeting with the principal and our families were all involved. It was this huge, big thing. So my grandmother was there and she um, kind of heard and understood everything that was going on. And she saw how much in trouble I was getting with my mom. And there were tears and there were all sorts of things. She snuck into my room Uh -uh. later and just said, hey, I know that I don't know exactly what happened, but I know that whatever it was, it wasn't your fault. And she snuck me a $50 bill and she said, just take care of it. Stop. So she didn't know that you were pissing in a fish tank. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? I wasn't pissing in a fish tank. And I just remember thinking, oh, grandma, I love you. 
and you have no idea that like wow. I actually you shouldn't be doing this but thank I mean because I, I didn't have $50 I was in eighth grade I was gonna have to work I was gonna have to work do a lot of most ones or babysit she she bailed me out now again wow. I still got in a lot of trouble but there was something about her in the moment that I felt the most vulnerable I felt so awful about myself I literally I mean I've never felt worse about myself it was like the first time I got in big big trouble for something that right. was bad right and to have your grandma be like I know it's you, okay. You're, you're okay. You're still. You're not the bad one. Like it's actually you're my cute. Daughter, you're good. So, I just want to say, <laughs> when your when your grandchildren go awry, which they will, just slip them fifty bucks. Tell them everything's going to be okay, and and then one day they'll tell a story about that on the podcast. Many years later. <laughs> Can wait. Ooh, I do have cathartic. one. I feel like I just let a lot real go quick. There. Did you guys like? I just picture a fish tank on a table. Did you stand over it and like? Pull your 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 Catholic school skirt up and you know, marinate directly, or did you transport it from untold? The... Gosh, my mind is going right now. Wow. Yeah, we'll but have God to do bless an your grandmother. version of yes. your mom where we um where we dive into some of those particulars. But I've already got us far off track. I was not planning on telling that story really ever. Like, there's I've got very oh. dear friends who don't know about my mishaps. Nope. Um, and now they know. Game Either on. way, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's okay. The, yeah, the fish no tank was perfect. fine in the end. We replaced it, and all was well. Uh, and I, I wasn't allowed to hang out with those girls anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is insane. Who, okay. In any event, thank God for uh, grandmothers, huh? Yeah, thank God for grandmothers. That's the point. So my, I guess the larger point that <laughs> I tried to start with that now, like my brain is in a lot of different places. Eighth grade. I just told that thinking story. about yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm back to my 13-year-old brain where I'm like, wow, what can I pee in today? <laughs> um, the point that I was trying to make was that the Top Gun, Top Gun, go see it. If you watch movies with your mom and she annoys you, just start writing it down. Writing it down. To appreciate it. Because by the end, I'm looking at this and you can see, I, I tweeted oh, it it's out. Cold. I don't read all of it. but It's so funny. Just, I was crying know, She's laughing. like watching the opening yeah. scene where he's on a, you know, Tom Cruise is on his motorcycle. Oh my God, that's so dangerous. No helmet and his jacket's not even zipped. I'm like, I know. And I go from being so annoyed to then just writing Embracing it. Down. it. Just owning and it, loving it. Yeah. Loving it. Just embrace it's it. Laughing, like, yeah. Because that's to. the real thing. I feel like we all get annoyed by our parents, right? And we all know mm -hmm. that we're going to annoy the hell out of our kids. Right. I don't annoy already. my kids, but everybody does get annoyed by their parents. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you, there's like two parts of that. How do you not get annoyed by your mom or your parents? Like what's the key to that? And yeah. maybe it is embracing it and just naming it and loving them for the how crazy they are. Mm -hmm. And then the other side of that, Lisa, is like, and we've talked about this. How do you, how do you not go crazy when you're older? I feel like yeah. so many of my, and I, I would say if my mom was sitting right next to me, I'd say this. And we were the ones that probably made her crazy. So that's the answer. But right. I just feel like all of my friends whose moms are in the like mid 60s, late 60s, 70s, it's their, they not only do they get so annoyed, but they've, they're kind of loopy. They're kind of going a little crazy. And part right. of it is that they just don't care as much anymore. I, I think so. Yeah. They're just like, oh, might as well live my life and speak my mind. Let's go. I have nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah. Cause I like, we talked about it before. Like older women are not valued in our society. They, they are really not. aren't. And, you know, hey, you got to make your mark somehow. You might as well speak your mind. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> we still have a lot. Gonna, if you're not going to be in a fish tank, you may yeah. as well like just no, start speaking gosh, your mind. Should I have peed somewhere and yeah, like set and like made time. my mark in elementary and middle school? Gosh, darn it! I don't feel like I own my school now. You don't. <laughs> you definitely do not.
but they still own you and claim you, which my, my <laughs> grade does not. So, um, but I do think that you are, you hit the nail on the head. I don't think, and, and a dear, one of my best friends in the world, Cassie, she, she was the one who said it so bluntly. One of the first times we, this was many years ago. And she said, I just, I don't, you, you look around and there, our society does not value older women. In the same yeah. way, certainly, that they value older men or the, or still have the ability to value older men. Right. Um, and I think that part of getting older as a woman is trying to navigate that feeling and that sense of, okay, when I was young and I had this to offer, I was a mom and I had this to offer, I was a professional, I had this to offer. Right. And then when you get older and you don't have all of those things, like people treat you differently. And I think that's the reality of it, the sad reality of it. So absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know what the answer on. is. Um, no, I don't either. I but mean, it's, it's to, it's to not get annoyed by your mom. That's, that's, I think the answer is kids. That's sort of the key. And maybe don't pee in a fish tank. Don't pee in a fish you tank. Get anything out of today's lesson. That's. The, <laughs> so oh, and how do you come back? You can croup. always take like one or two really good life lessons that you can apply and, immediately. And how you combat croup. And how Sa you, yeah. sauna. Freezer. Our episode number seven of your mom is going to be the highest rated one. I can't. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have sponsors knocking down the door after this. Uh, I would. I do want to bring up too. Last week we got to go on Richard Deitch's podcast. Mm -hmm. um, he has a media podcast, and he's awesome. We appreciate him having him on. Him having us on. I think that episode will come out this week or next week. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I loved was when he was asking. He was asking about process. Like, how do you figure out? when you're doing interviews where you're going to start. And he's so curious about process from like a media standpoint. Right. And I'm just realizing as we are recording this episode that I wouldn't say that like our process is all that dialed in for <laughs> these episodes that it's just us, but maybe that's part of, maybe that's part of it. That's, but that's a podcast. You're supposed to just, you know, interact and let it you flow go, kind of in a way and see where it goes. And then all of a sudden you're telling like your most embarrassing story of all time yeah. and it's out in the world. That's so. gold. That's amazing. Yeah. That and your mom, literally watching the movie with your mom. I, I can't get any better than that. Too, too. I just can't wait to see your mom's quotes from oh. the Washington. Post. I think I'm going to do it from the game because those are gold. Like literally, I'm going to just, that'll, that'll distract me. That'll help maybe keep me calm too, because I'll be, I have to embrace it and sort of like laugh about it because it is, it's comical. It's so good. It's so good. And you she do. won't. And I, I am, I am sad by the way, you going back to the stress of, of, your game days. I tried to, and it should be there soon, but I did send you some of Jake's My Co Love tinctures that Marilyn Plummer recommended to us last week. Which, oh, you sent them you to me? If you haven't heard that podcast, people go back and listen to it. Marilyn Plummer was How to Combat Stress. Jake Plummer. Gem. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully you'll be getting those soon. Oh, we'll good. Okay, good. I'll try them. I will absolutely. Yeah, I'll try anything. Out. Hey, send me whatever in the mail. I got it. <laughs> Hey, did you, yeah. did I, I was looking through my notes, uh, the other day and I had written down, I mean, we, we've told so many stories and over the course of the past year, as we were getting ready to launch this podcast, we recorded a lot of different demos and different things. There was a story that you told that I think never made the air that I want to revisit now. Cause you were talking about how Max won the weekend. Max called a great game. Your oldest oh. boy, who's the OC at Northern Colorado called a great, great game. Yeah. Um, but Scored it made me remember that. He, you told me a story about how he almost got arrested last weekend while coaching a game. Oh, the clipboard, the clipboard, <sighs> not last Lord. weekend. This was, you told this last story year, last, last year. year. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah. He almost uh, got arrested last year. He didn't win game. that weekend. Let's say that. Yeah. Can you, he so did. can you tell me that story? Oh. Okay. Well, it completely got blown out of proportion in the media, which is like, I mean, if that doesn't tell you, don't believe everything you read, there's this will. 
Okay. Only so believe, only believe everything you hear on a podcast. That's exactly. That's it. This is fact. Okay. Mind you, I wasn't there. So I'm getting this filtered through Max, through Dylan, through Ed and, and Kathleen. Kathleen's Max's girlfriend who works with the team as well. So evidently, um, I think Dylan threw a pick. So Max took his clipboard and hit him, hit himself over his leg with it, his knee, and it broke in half. One piece went flying, another piece went flying. So he's like, he realized in his head, he goes, oh, that was out of control. I shouldn't have done that. Um, so he went over and he picked up the two pieces and he was walking over behind him to throw them, to throw them away. And um, this, the fans were really close to where this trash can was. And so they started heckling him, which is pretty funny. Um, they were making, first off, they were making fun of his tight pants, <laughs> which is a whole other story. Which he embraced. So first of all, there's two coaches on the team that are in in really good shape that can wear the game the issued so pants, what, like tight jeans. Like what no, they were like like coaches' pants, and they're almost like Lululemon tight, like okay, tighter. Pants. Okay, Max yeah. and one other coach. Ed, well, no, he's not wearing those. He's getting his own. A couple other coaches. No, no other coach on the team really can wear them. Max goes, so he feels obliged to wear them since it's the, one of the only few that can wear the team issued pants. So he's his pants, and they are a little snug. <laughs> they might be even a little more snug this year. <laughs> so they were heckling him about his tight pants, which is hilarious, first of all. And he was laughing about that. But then someone's like, hey, hey, give me your clipboard. Give me your clipboard in the stands. So Max, mind you, underhand tossed it to the guy. He, Max, we he was never a quarterback for the record. So does not very accurate in throwing. Tosses it up underhand. It, like I think he overshot it a little bit. And evidently, from what was I understand, the broken just was it? Was yeah, it, it one was of broken. the pieces. One of the pieces. Okay. One was in the one he threw away, and then just one of the pieces. Okay. He underhand it through to the guy that was like you know, yelling because he just thought he's like ah, he was kind of laughing about it at the time. It wasn't an angry throw. By then he had calmed down and realized I got to remain calm underhand through and the and it missed the guy who was trying to catch it and it evidently it hit the guy behind him that was the guy to be honest supposedly the guy blew it out of report like it hit him in the arm he tried to say it hit him in the head you know the paramedics came they're like oh my gosh everything is fine like it is there blood no there was no blood there was no blood there was very very not not very dramatic but then it got blown out of proportion a reporter like went up and, and interviewed the guy and it was very oh. he claimed it got hit him in the head and the, all these things happened but the but, but so it was like his word was and that's when it exploded in the media it was the number one story on espn that week and if it wasn't for urban meyer philandering after a game like max's was the big story I'm like max what the, we were like in shock we're like this is you've got to laugh at it he he felt horrible of course um but it was actually really funny so thank you urban meyer for whatever you thank did thank you urban um, yeah, meyer. appreciate yes. that but um he but oh but we ended up getting video and it proved that max was absolutely correct and how absurd it was so he did he did issue an apology he re, he wrote an apology and um that was it so yeah that's that was the clipboard story so of course from you know they come all the coaches completely heckle him and they give him clipboards for every birthday every you know christmas and whatnot and and then the tight pants they, oh it's so good there were some memes about him and his tight pants that were gold they were so good so Do, but i mean but that's just jealousy right like if you're heckling somebody for tight pants it's because you can't wear tight pants <laughs> no he, he probably fine. should be heckled come on yeah, no no yeah. guy should be wearing tight pants come on I don't, if you can, if you got if you got it why not well my question yeah. is did you did you get in did like did you get him in trouble were you upset with him 
Um, no, I was a little late to the party. I forget. I wasn't at the game, like I said. So they, I, they told me what happened, and I'm like, and I, I when they told me, I was in, in my head. I'm like, oh, this is so funny. It's kind of like it's comical. But then it blew up, and I'm like, was there more to this story? And then I start second guessing him. Like, no, for real, Max, did you throw a clipboard at a guy? What the heck? And I'm mad at him, and he's like, no, I swear. And they got the video, so um, it proved that you know he was absolved. So yeah, he was he was accurate. But I was mad for a little bit. I'm like, what the heck? And you know. And he, of course, he's he was remorseful enough that he didn't need his mom over there telling him, don't throw a clipboard. He knew he knew he shouldn't do that. He so knew. he didn't need me, okay. me piling on. And I actually thought it was really funny when I heard. But then, yeah, when it got blown up, I was, I was mad. But it was so innocuous and so minor that I can't believe this this got blown out of portion. So anyway, well, that was that was last raise year. dicks. And all of a sudden. Right. And then all of a sudden got, I'm like, Ooh, maybe I'm just wearing was, tight pants. Chucking clipboards at fans. Clipboards like, at fans. I mean, I just... <laughs> that's that's how it was portrayed in the media. Like it was an angry, it was rash and throwing a clipboard, which would have been horrible, of course. That's so. why I'm glad we have this podcast now, Lisa, because there's going to be more. That's that, that is what is funny. And I have worked in the media for 15 years now. You see how stories. Yeah. The, the ones that should take off don't. Right. And then ones oh, that yeah. are nothing or like you were there to see. It. I mean, there's been multiple examples of something that I've seen. And then all of a sudden it gets spun up and it becomes this whole big deal. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute, this is, that's not the story that we should be telling. There's another one, but once it catches fire, totally. and especially with social media, forget about it. So yeah, again, right. thank you, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's another, yeah. Thank you. He did his job. Comes down um, and then no, that piggybacking off that. I remember um, at the Heisman, somebody posted a story that Ed and David Shaw were in a fight about Christian going to the NFL first, like it was the weirdest thing. Like the, and then it was the clickbait was absurd. And it's like, we've never even, I don't even think we've had this conversation at this point. You know, Christian yeah. had a whole nother year for sure. Maybe two. And yeah, I know that. I mean, that was like complete clickbait. So they're at odds and what do you do? I'm like, no, there, nobody's at odds. No one even had a conversation. So I don't know how that got blown out of proportion too, but it shows you don't believe everything you read. So yeah, don't believe anyway, I don't even know what to believe anymore. So, well, <laughs> not that believe in your mom. Yeah. That's the one thing that you can believe in. <laughs> yeah. The one and your grandma and your grandma and your grandma. Mostly. Oh my gosh. Mostly, mostly your, grandma. your grandma. Yeah. Shoot. That's, you know what? Season yeah. two, your grandma. Right. Your grandma. Right. That should be the, because they're the ones with all the wisdom. Absolutely. And if we really want to help society value older women, then maybe, we, yeah, we just need to spotlight them more. All the wisdom. They don't care anymore. They're just going to say or, it like it is. And they're going to give you 50 bucks here and there. Maybe when you become a grandma, oh, we yeah. can change the name. I know. I'm a, what is it? The, when you have the dogs, I'm like the grand dog mama would mom oh, or yeah. whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. That's weird. We'll wait for some humans. <laughs> I, do you think you're going to, I, the, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that like any of your boys are having kids anytime soon. None of them are married yet, but have you thought about becoming a grandma? Like, is that something yeah. you're excited about? One of our friends just became a grandma and she's like our age and it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. It would, it would suppose everybody says it's literally so much better than when you have your own kids. I have heard <laughs> like, that too. I've heard you that. Might yeah. Hopefully finally get a little girl, that little girl that you're waiting no, for. Don't even, I don't, I, nothing would make me happier. Nothing. Oh. oh, oh my gosh. I'm literally like online shopping right now. Ready. You have, ready four, to press buy. <laughs> you have four boys. So I am just going to say it right now. It one of them 
We're going to put out in the universe. One of yes. them is going to have a little girl for you. I just they better. Where's Cora? I want to see. I want to hear Cora. I, I'll get. Up. I'll get her back in Bring here when in. we wrap things up. She's still <laughs> like. I think her nose is like this close to the to the iPad okay. right now. She's just <laughs> learning about sharing. <laughs> She's learning something really important. Something something I couldn't teach her. I right. Know, right. Right now. <laughs> Some shark cartoon sharks teaching her how to share. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Maybe shark is talking about how much. We want <laughs> well, you maybe yeah maybe you shouldn't be the one since you were pissing in uh, shark in uh, fish tanks. So maybe not you. I mean, that's the thing is that one day I was never planning on telling my kids the story, but one day if they ever find this podcast and listen to it, they're going to, they're going to know. But you know what? They're going to, it's a, actually a good thing to be honest when they're age appropriate of the yeah. stuff you did, how you messed up. And they know they're like, Oh, my parents are human. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. That, that was a lesson Ed had to learn because they always thought Ed had never done anything wrong in his life. And he was so perfect. And no, Ed had some stories too. So. Well, and that goes, Oh yeah. What did Ed do? Tell me what Ed did. Well, uh, we'll have Can to get like him on. Good, did Ed ever like pee in any fish tanks or anything? No, he, oh gosh, no. He was so. Oh, he was, no, he's not that gross. He's No, he would never. That's disgusting. God, Ashley, please. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, no. He had one story when he first got to Stanford. He, um, who's a freshman and went with a bunch of players to a movie theater and you know, they were, this is so stupid. It's not even, they were under, most of them were underage and they were drinking in the parking lot. Just, they had some beers in the parking lot outside of the movie theater mm. <laughs> and the, I know this is so stupid, the, but it's, this should show you his Catholic upbringing, very strict upbringing. Um, the, the, the movie theater cop rolls up in his golf cart and Ed said, he goes, I've never run, further faster in my whole entire life he ran from the movie theater somewhere in palo alto to like a neighborhood hid in somebody's bushes and started eating leaves to try to get the the like beer breath out of out of his mouth so he was eating leaves like that's how psychotic he Does was that work i have no idea probably not but he no one he didn't get caught he didn't get in trouble nobody got in trouble too most of the guys were used to that stuff they just sat there and like all right and they had to pour it out he's like Wait, how old was he he must have been when he first got to college 18 19 I'm yeah. just picturing like an 18-year-old so skinny Ed McCaffrey, like two cores. Tall like, and just lumbering. Like, just, yeah, yeah, just like eating leaves like a little chipmunk. Just <laughs> like eucalyptus leaves from like one of those big trees just eating. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, oh so if yeah, I might have been like one of his first good. beers okay. he'd ever drank too, for real. Yeah. He, well, a, he should have started earlier. I know. Seriously. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I, I have loved hearing from so many people about uh, some of our interviews. Mar the Marilyn Plummer interview really landed with a lot yeah. of people, I will say. And I have a very good friend, um, Sam, shout out to you, Sam, who listens to all these podcasts. And he said that there was one thing that really resonated with him and just kind of hit home in a way that he had never really thought about before. When Jake Plummer, when we played the um, the sound from Jake giving the message to his mom, one of the things that he said in that sweet video was, thank you for always answering the phone. Thank you for always picking up Aww. the phone. And it was it was a line that actually probably struck me the most too, for whatever reason, because it was so simple, but it just really, I think, says a million words without like that, that understanding that no matter what, right. you've got somebody who's going to pick up the phone. And Absolutely. Somebody that, that his wife is exactly that way yeah. as well. And that's, it's just, that's. That is what mama bears do. And I think the way that Jake said it was so perfect. And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend it. And if you want to, if you listen to that episode and get all the way to the end, be sure to go all the way to the end. Cause that's where uh, we play the message from Jake for his mom. So but good. that's the thing. You never know what's going to be on the other end of that phone call, Lisa. And you've got four boys yep. and you just never know 
You never know right. when, when they're calling, you just never. And you know, what's so funny too about that is the minute I hear their voice, especially baby Luke, since he's for or any of them, I know if, if they're happy or sad, like yeah. instantly, you can just hear their voice and you're like, and I can say, okay, what's wrong. And there's something, you know, or wow. Okay. He had a good day. I do. They call you more often when they're happy or when they're sad, sad. Definitely. I get dumped on. I'll be honest. That's yeah. But that's okay. I've learned that. I've learned that. And I've learned what they'll do is they'll, they'll kind of dump on me or vent to me is what we say. always say vent. And usually it makes them feel better and they move on and they're fine. Yeah. And last year it was for some reason, I just would like, it would just weigh on my shoulders. I would just, you know, you could feel their pain and whatnot. And I would get off the phone. I'd mule over it and just think about it and stress and dwell. And this year, and then the next time I talked to them, they're perfectly fine. And whatever the issue was is gone. Like they figured it out. They just needed somebody to bounce something off of, but I sit with it. But this year I'm learning, I've evolved for all moms out there you know, listen, be a good ear. If you have any advice to give, give advice or just listen. Sometimes you just need to listen, which I've learned too, and then let it go. You have to just let it go. If not, you're just going to drive yourself crazy and you're just going to, oh, you're going to sit with this, like this, this ball inside you. Because so you, you already worry about your kids enough as it is, right? Absolutely. So yeah. The second that you feel like they're something arrived and then you take that on. Right. Right. And, and then yeah, they move on and they usually rectify it or it gets better. And you know, it's all going to be okay. They're going to be okay. So they are. And I, you know, one of the other pieces of advice that I feel like just resonated so much from one of our earlier interviews was Marsha Leaf with everything that she went through. Oh, yeah. When she said just the wish, what she wishes she had changed was that not everything's a big deal. Not everything needs to be a big deal. Right. And if for her to say that, Right. Um, because I think we do get caught up and worried about all of these things. Yeah. That in the end, the, the yeah. big stuff, you know, it's, it's, what did she say? It's not, it's not what you go through. It's how we get through it. Exactly. And exactly. And look, and he has come out, out of oh, like yeah. that. And uh, you know what, gosh, he's just such an amazing contributor to society, such a great person. And, and, and I attribute his mom being there. His mom was there for him, literally she visited him every phone. week. Yeah. He answered no the phone, showed up. She was there. And that's, yep. wow. That's an that's inspiration. What life is about showing up and about yeah. giving your kids an iPad when they stay home from school sick. Right. Cause that cures croup. <laughs> <laughs> iPads cure croup. Go stick thing. her head in the freezer. I'm telling you, it's a cure all for croup. <laughs> By the way, one last story for you. Um, my, today was picture day in kindergarten. So oh, no. we bring them to, you know, it's first. Day I want to see that picture. Do you have to put that up on our site? Well, okay. I can't wait to send it because talk about when you just are like, this all doesn't matter. This is like his first official school picture. Yeah. And but maybe you should brush his hair, put weekend, a cute shirt he got, on. He got, he, yeah, he's got his little tie and his little Catholic school okay. uniform on, but he has, um, he got like eaten, destroyed by a bone. Oh, no. This like, you know, when we were when we were away this weekend. So he has he woke up or last night I started to notice it. And then this morning he woke up. He has bug bites all over his forehead, which is fine. Oh, no. And then he got a bug bite like right on his eyelid, like his left eyelid. <laughs> so his left eye is like almost swollen shut. Like at first I thought he was having an allergic reaction to something. And then I <laughs> saw it and realized it's just a bug bite. And he said it didn't hurt. It wasn't bothering him. But he's literally going to be like this. He's going to have <laughs> one eye shut. One eye shut. Be the I was pirate. giving him a patch. Yeah, he could <laughs> like be the I pirate. I was giving him a pirate patch. <laughs> so. But I was like, and of oh, course, buddy. it has to happen the day before the day uh, of the pictures. Yeah, of course, right? Of course, of course. it's so, so good that those are priceless. I'll, sure I'll give yes, you an eight please. by ten. Please, I want the little keychain. I will. I will. Yeah, I have some doozies. They the eight by ten keychain. I'll get you the eight by ten keychain. Yes, nothing. Uh, make okay, me I'm happier. just gonna go. I'm gonna real quick before we send up. I'm just gonna grab Cora and make sure that she doesn't have anything that she really wants to say. Okay, good, good, good. You want to say hi to Lisa? 
Hi, Cora. Do you know she I'm, was the one who was telling me that what's going to make your croup feel better is some Skittles. Here's the thing about podcasts. It's an audio medium, not a video. So no one's going to be able to see you waving. So you got to say into the microphone. You got to say bye-bye. All right. Well, do you want to sit here while I finish? Yes. I want her to sit there. All right. So most importantly. Cora, I have, this is for you. If you want any money, ask your grandma. She'll give you whatever you want. If you ever need money, Skittles, candy, watch a movie, just do whatever you want. Go ice skating, roller skating. Grandma will let you no matter what. Even when your mom says no, go to grandma. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Sounds good. She's <laughs> like, I got that down. <laughs> um, I want to say to you, Lisa, good luck this weekend. Thank I you. know that you will make it to Luke's game. I know that you will make it to Christian's game. I have a good feeling about both of them this weekend. Awesome. And, and Northern Colorado, who, who is Wyoming? Who are the Cowboys anyways? Yes, yeah, seriously. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Go. Oh, Let's they're go. good. And I'm good. And I'm going to um, try to remember to bring a piece of paper and write down what my mom says during the game. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Okay, I'm oh. going to go um, be a really good parent the rest of today. Go. Cora, I hope you feel better. Freezer. Stick her in the freezer. If you say thank you, I'll give you a Skittle. Thank you. Yes. There we go. Yes. Finally. Yay. Okay, most importantly, whatever you want to hear about or who you want to hear from, please drop us a note on Twitter. I'm at Adams and Ashley. She's at Lisa McCaffrey six. You can, we have our own email address now. Email your mom podcast at gmail.com. I didn't so even know that. I'm going to email us. That yeah. sounds weirder than I meant it to sound, but it's, <laughs> it's not an OnlyFans account. It's, it's not an OnlyFans account, although it could be. Um, although that might be more profitable. If you've got any moms that you'd like to hear from that you think would be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm so excited for next week because we've got the McBrides. Yes. Game on. They are. Favorite interviews that we've done. It's so good. They're so uh, fun. They're Janet so amazing. Kay McBride, Trey McBride's mom moms uh join us and this was a, an interview we did when we were all together and, and live which was so it's, fun it was so fun. it was the best yeah. so can't wait for that um lisa enjoy the week you too and, and cora i want you to feel better okay and i hope you get your skittles say see you next week see you next week <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll go smoke some more cigarettes yeah <laughs> thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next week